a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Good morning and welcome back to The Fifth Seal. I am your host, the Evangelical Norm. This is episode 50. Sorry, a little bit of uh, technical glitches there with the live stream getting everything ready. So, uh, episode 49. Sorry, not episode 50. We are on The Fifth Seal, episode 49. I am your host, the Evangelical Norm. Let's just uh, restart that whole thing there. Um, the fifth seal is a podcast I do to bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world. I've been trying to do this live, trying to work out all the bugs. Thank you guys for being patient with me as we get this all set up, but we are live on YouTube. We are live on Facebook, um, on in the fifth seal group and so on. Hoping that in the future we'll be able to go live on Gab as well. Um, and a couple other places, but right now we'll kind of just manage in, in these areas YouTube and so on. So, uh, again, the fifth seal is a podcast to bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world, our brothers and sisters who are being persecuted for their faith simply because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And we count down the world watch list from Open Doors USA from the, the top 50 countries where persecution is the worst for Christians around the world. And that is why the episode numbers go backwards. Uh, we are right now uh, on episode 49. We are very right at the beginning of our our process of counting those down. So from now until October, we will count down 50 through 31. Every other week, we'll do an episode. And in November, which is Persecuted Church Awareness Month, we will count down every day of the month. We will do one episode, which will be uh, from 30 to number one throughout that month and then we always share stories of persecution around the world how our brothers and sisters are being persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ so all that being said it is uh, Thursday November 28th we are a day late I, I intended to do these on Wednesday and I completely spaced yesterday so it is Thursday November or November Thursday January 28th we'll, we'll figure this thing out sooner or later Thursday, January 28th, and this is your update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. A pregnant Christian in India suffers miscarriage after brutal beating by Hindu radicals. According to local sources, a pregnant Christian woman in India suffered a miscarriage after she was brutally beaten by a mob of radical Hindu nationalists. The radicals justified their attack by falsely claiming their Christian victims were involved in forced religious conversions to Christianity. On December 31, 2020, radicals attacked a small prayer meeting in in Behevda village, completely lost where I was in Behevda village located in India's Madhya Pradesh state the radicals reportedly stormed into the church hall and beat all of the Christians gathered for worship among the Christians attending the prayer service was Leela Bai and her husband Rakesh at the time of the attack Leela was eight months pregnant 
According to survivors, the radicals did not spare anyone in their assault, not even Leela. During the attack, Leela was beaten and kicked in the stomach. Days after, days later, after complaining of severe stomach pains, Leela suffered a miscarriage. Local Christians held a protest on January 6th in, in front of the Takari police station in response to the attack. The Christians called on police to arrest those responsible for attacking the worship service and causing Leela's miscarriage. Anti-Christian tensions have been rising in Madhya Pradesh since the state government announced its intention to enact India's most stringent, stringent anti-conversion law. Anti-conversion laws are often abused by radicals in India to justify assaults on Christians and other religious minorities. In the case of the attack on Leela and her church community, radicals justified their actions by, claiming, by falsely claiming they were stopping forced, forced religious conversions. So again, most of the time we think of Hindus as peaceful people. Uh, that's the, the narrative that is given and what is projected. Um, you know, they just like to do yoga and hug cows. But you have a, a severe fundamentalist group of, of Hindus. They call them radicals. I call them fundamentalists because they are simply following the practices of what Hinduism calls them to do. The same with Islam, Buddhism. They hate those who oppose them and Christ opposes their religion. And so anyone who gathers in the name of Christ is fair game. And so this sister... Um, Obviously, eight months pregnant, beaten because of her faith in Christ, and lost her baby because of it. So let's continue to pray um, for Leela Bai and her husband Rakesh. Pray for their family. Pray for the believers there in India who are persecuted simply because of their faith in Jesus Christ. That brings us to our world watch list for this week. Or this week, our country is we are number forty-nine, which is Kenya. So a little bit of um, some information, some facts about Kenya. Uh, their persecution score is 69, their re 62. Their region is Africa. The Islamic persecution type is Islamic oppression. Religion, the main religion there is Christianity, and the persecution level is very high. The population of Kenya is 53,492,000, of which about 43,991,000 are Christian. So well over 90% um, of the population there is Christian. So how can a Christian, a majority Christian country be persecuted? Well, it happens uh, quite often. Uh, the government is a presidential republic and the leader is President Uhuru Kenyatta. So what does persecution look like in Kenya? What is life like for Christians? In Kenya, Christianity is the majority religion, but that hasn't stopped the spread of persecution, particularly Christians with a Muslim background in the northeast and coastal regions live under constant threat of attack, even from their closest relatives. Our research revealed that Christians were attacked and forced to flee their villages. An Islamic extremist group, Al-Shabaab, has infiltrated the local population to monitor the activities of Christians in those areas. However, organized crime is also a serious problem. Corrupt officials often fail to take measures against persecutors and increasing the potential for further incidents against Christians. For believers in Kenya, daily life is filled with pressure, especially in their private and social lives. In some regions, like the Northeast, where Al-Shabaab is a constant threat, church and community life are very difficult and it can include the threat of violence. What has changed in Kenya? 
The situation for Christians in Kenya has remained dire over the last three years. While Kenya moved down five spots from the 2020 World Watch list, violence actually increased significantly, reflecting an overall increase in persecution across the list versus an improved situation for Kenyan Christians. So essentially, it's not that Kenya is getting better that they dropped down five places on the list. It's just other places around the world are getting worse and the situation for Christians in those countries have become worse for them than it has in Kenya. So Kenya hasn't really changed. It's just other countries have gotten worse. Who is the most vulnerable to persecution? Christians living in and around the northeastern part of the country must live with the fear that they can be targeted at any time. Hotspots for attacks by Al-Shabaab include Mombasa, Mandera, Gizara, Wajir, Lamu, and Tana River. In these areas, many local informants assist in organizing attacks on churches and Christians. As a result, many believers have chosen to relocate from these areas to the center of the country. What does Open Doors USA do to help in Kenya? Open Doors has been present working in Kenya through local partners and churches since the early 2000s. They offer to support churches in the volatile Islam-dominated northeastern border and coastal regions. Much of their work has been in the area of equipping the church, and more recently the work has focused on COVID-19 relief. Christians are increasingly facing persecution, and it is the mission of Open Doors USA to see the local church prepared to disciple new believers, train leaders, and help them remain strong. Open Doors also assists in cross-cultural evangelism, economic empowerment, and leadership and trauma care training. So prayer points for Kenya, and we'll pray. Please pray for the Lord's continued grace for the new believers in Kenya. Pray that through trials and persecution, they would see the Lord's faithfulness and protection and provision. Pray that the Lord, through His Spirit, would grant them joy, peace, and courage in their suffering. Pray for Christians in the Northeast who face threats of deadly, deadly attacks from Al-Shabaab. Ask God to protect them, to shelter them from violence, and to give them a peace that only comes from Him. Pray that the church in Kenya would be equipped to disciple believers, to train godly leaders, and to effectively share the gospel with their neighbors, strengthening and expanding the worldwide church for the glory of Christ. Let's pray. Father, thank you again that we can come together um, as brothers and sisters, to lift up our, our fellow uh, Christians around the world who are persecuted simply because of their faith in you, Lord. Father, we thank you that right now we still have a medium in, the, in social media where we can come together across great distances and even across time frames as other people will be watching or listening later on, Lord. We thank you that, that you have provided us this method in which we can... Um, come together as believers to lift up our brothers and sisters who are persecuted for their faith in you. And Father, we lift up uh, those in um, Madhya Pradesh in, uh, in India, Lord, who are persecuted by these fundamentalist Hindus. We pray for Leela Bai and her husband Rakesh. Lord, we pray that you would bring them comfort as they've lost their, their baby uh, due to this brutal beating, Lord. We pray that you would... Um, Use this to, to strengthen their faith somehow, Lord, that, that they would continue to, to stand firmly in, in their belief in you. Um, and even in the midst of, of great hardship of losing their baby um, just before it was supposed to be born, Lord, that, that you would bring them comfort, uh, raise up the, the Christian community around them to support them, to, to pray with them, to, to mourn with those who mourn, um, and to just 
to continue to to stand firm, proclaim your proclaim your gospel, and to glorify you in that area, Lord. We lift up our brothers and sisters in Kenya. We pray for those new believers that you would uh, continue to walk with them as they go through trials and persecution from from close friends, especially those who convert from Islam, from their families and their communities, Lord. We pray that that you would grant them joy and courage in their suffering um, as they are persecuted for your name's sake, Lord. We pray for the Christians in the Northeast who face threats of deadly attacks and violence from Al-Shabaab. We pray that you would protect them uh, from violence, uh, give them peace, Lord, and give them boldness to even in the midst of, of violent threats that they would continue to share your gospel and that you would use that to equip the church in Kenya to disciple new believers, that you would raise up leaders, raise up pastors, raise up mentors for those who are, are just coming to the faith, um, and that they would have someone to walk with them, to, to help them navigate uh, the world where they are persecuted because of their belief in you, and that they would continue to boldly share your, the gospel with their neighbors and those around them, that, that your kingdom would grow in these areas, Lord, and that you would continue to be glorified. And it is in your name and for your glory that we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for, for hanging out. Uh, try to keep these as short as possible just to, to where you guys don't have to take up a lot of time but can join here and see what's going on with our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world and lift up your voices uh, to pray for them, to pray for peace, to pray for courage, to pray for endurance. Um, ultimately to pray for boldness to stand firm in their faith while persecuted for the name of Christ. Uh, I appreciate your time. If you would, uh, share this episode. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification button, get all the info, all the stuff, the, the content that is released um, on YouTube. If you're on Facebook or Gab in the Fifth Seal groups, please share the group. Uh, share the episode so others can join. If you know somebody who would be willing to take 15 to 20 minutes a day to, to every couple of weeks to join us, to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world, invite them to come join. And as always, you can get the audio version of the podcast wherever you get your audio versions, whether that be Google Play, iTunes, Amazon, Pod, Stitcher, any of those places where you get the audio version, just look for the fifth seal. You can find the audio version and you can share that with others or play it in your headphones as, as you need to. So again, thank you guys so much for being a part of this, for coming to pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted around the world because of their faith in Christ. And as always, as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.